Welcome to Business Partners, a podcast for couple colleagues building a business and life together. Through interviews, we'll share common struggles and stories unique to partners living and working side by side. Listen in as we learn what works and doesn't work when working together as a couple. You ready to do this? Let's get down to business. Today on Business Partners, we are switching things up. For our fourth episode, we thought it was time to introduce ourselves. So instead of interviewing another couple, we're interviewing each other. Welcome to our Meet the Host episode. Hey, Justin. Hey, Jess. So I feel like it's only fair that we ask the same question that we start every other show with, that we ask every other couple. So tell us the story of how we met. Wow, how we met. Well, like everyone that lives in Nashville, you know somebody in the uh, music industry, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I was actually living in Pensacola at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was visiting one of my buddies who's in the music industry. And um, I was hanging out with two different couples over the weekend. And um, they thought I was pretty sad as the fifth wheel. So they talked me into getting on uh, an app not many people know about. (laughs) It's called Bumble. I've heard of it. And um, I had like a one-day window before I went back to Pensacola and um, connected with Jess. With me? With you. And um, we texted the whole way back to Pensacola uh, while I was driving, which is incredibly dangerous. (laughs) And uh, we... FaceTime the whole that whole week, mm-hmm. and uh, the very next weekend you came down to see me in Pensacola, against the advice of uh, all your closest friends. That's right, but I had been on Bumble for about a year, and I knew when I saw your profile, Justin, that you were a little different, and our candor was definitely different than any of the other losers I'd talked to. <laughs> so I swiped right real hard and I definitely, it was worth the risk to drive down. But tell everyone what you were doing in Pensacola. Also, hang on. <laughs> I think it's important here that we mention that the reason that you came up here to be in that music video, that music video can be found online for the people who want to search for it and see your dance moves. <laughs> Um, look up Good Time by Nico Moon and look for the tall drink of water with the blue eyes in the chambray button down. In the terrible dance moves <laughs> that are made up fun of quite often in our household. That's true, but the bad dance moves brought us together in a weird kind of a way. In a weird way, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what were you doing in Pensacola? So in Pensacola, I was uh, stationed at the uh, Naval Air Base in Pensacola. I was uh, active duty Navy. For 13 years, yeah? Yep. So you're not doing that anymore. No, I'm not. What are you doing now? Now, I'm part of a little (laughs) business called Apple and Anchor. 
And what do you do, Apple Maker? I'm an illustrator and graphic designer. So when did you know that you wanted to become an illustrator? Because obviously that's nothing like a hospital corpsman like you were in the Navy. So tell us about that journey. Uh, it's just something I've always enjoyed doing. Um, while a lot of kids were outside playing on the weekends, I was sitting at the dining room table with all my markers and colored pencils, drawing my little heart out. So it was always in me, um, and art kind of runs in my family. So, uh, and it was with me the whole time I was in the Navy. And while I was in the Navy, I was doing command coins and t-shirts and caricatures. And everyone was always telling me, I, I, I don't belong in the Navy. I should get out and pursue it as a career. So I did. So you mentioned Apple and Anchor. I mean, that's the sponsor of business partners, but it's also our business. Right. So, I mean, the next question that we usually ask couples is, how do they start their business and why? Do you want me to tell that story? Yeah, well, or, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. So what were you doing when we met? When we met, I was vice president of creative services for Nashville's Visitors Bureau. So I was managing a small creative team and we were doing all of the design for the marketing of Nashville's tourism. It was an amazing job because I got to work on some really like high exposure projects. So we, we worked on the 2019 NFL draft here in Nashville. And that was a highlight of my career to be able to see behind the scenes and actually kind of put my own little touch on it on such a massive event. Uh, built a pop-up store in Manhattan called Spin On. And what else did we do? Oh, got a, got a billboard um, in Times Square with that logo that I designed um, on two 90-foot billboards. So that was kind of a dream come true as well. Got to work on the Bonnery Music Festival while I was there. And it was just a really fun, fast-paced, cool job. We did all of the New Year's Eve um, event production for the National New Year's Eve show. Same with the July 4th show. So we got to see some acts that I love really close up. Got to meet Peter Frampton, who um, I've always really admired his his music and my dad admired him too so that was a huge honor the first the first few months that I was actually in that role so that was the last role that I did but I've been in design for about 18 years my whole career okay did you go to school for design I studied advertising so I went to University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities and I studied strategic communications and that's because I knew at age 12 that I wanted to go into advertising because I remember that age very well because, um, well, I'd always been creative, but when I saw the Super Bowl that year, the Budweiser Frogs commercial came on and it was so novel back then that it just struck this idea deep inside of me that I wanted to do that when I grew up. So like how amazing, you know, 
as a 12 year old, how amazing I thought it would be so amazing to do something so creative and fun and out of the box for a living. So I kind of set my course and that's what I did. And my favorite projects in school were always like the package designs, um, the logos, the fun, like booklets you got to design, you know, with colored pencils and whatnot. I, I loved that. So when I saw the Budweiser frogs, it was this opening, eye-opening experience that others oh, people that like can make a career doing that. That's what I want to do. So awesome. So we talked about your experience at the uh, CVC. Yeah. As VP of Creative, which when I was on Bumble and I was <laughs> swiping, I saw that VP title <laughs> in a little hottie, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh dang." <laughs> So I swiped right real fast. <laughs> All right. Little so little did you know that just a little bit, a few months later, I wouldn't be in that role anymore. So I kind of duped you, but you I didn't know it at the time. You duped me. Well, also, I'd like to point out the fact that I was kind of against women with children. And in hang your- on, let's 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 restate that for the record. That could be misquoted. Um, Against women with children. Okay. <laughs> Not in totality. Okay, thank you. Against. Let's clarify. Huh? I was against dating women with children. That was a key word. And um, in your profile pictures, you had pictures of you and your two little girls. Yes. And um, just something about you. I, I had to swipe right, despite mm-hmm. the fact that I was breaking my rule. That's very sweet. I think something we should mention is that we were both married before. That may be obvious since I have two daughters, but we met each other post-divorce and have blended families since. So we met in uh, July, no, August of 2019. Mm -hmm. And then we got married in April April 30th. (laughs) 2021. 22. 22. <laughs> yeah. It was just last year. <laughs> April 2022, we got married, blended families, and that actually, Apple and Anchor was our first baby. Yeah. Well, in one year, we started a business, we got a dog, and we got married. And? And I moved in. Exactly. And you left the Navy. Yes. I feel like this is not chronological at all anymore. No, <laughs> we're all mixed up. So tell me how Apple and Anchor became Apple and Anchor. What is that term? The great resignation. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was part of, I guess, the great resignation. You know, that job was incredible you know in one day that i'll never forget i met i met the commissioner of the nfl the governor of the state of tennessee the first lady of the state of tennessee and the mayor of nashville in one day along with luke bryan i saw taylor swift this was all in one day so that job was incredible for so many reasons one thing it wasn't incredible for was offering any kind of work-life balance um, 
and having those two daughters and that was before you moved in. So it was a lot of solo coordination, picking up, you know, having other people pick up my kids from school, missing out on events, being kind of on call all the time, um, on phone and email and text. And there was a turning point July 4th, uh, actually it was July 5th, um, where I knew that I needed to step away because it was be- the job was becoming such a misbalanced priority on the rest of my life. So we made that decision um, within that month to figure out something else. And Apple and Anchor was born out of, um, well, do we want to tell that story? Well, I mean, kind of the same scenario for me. I was getting out of the Navy and I was going to pursue a career in illustration and art. And uh, the month I moved up here and left the Navy was the month that you resigned. Right. And, um, you know, we talked about the fact that I was trying to start my own business and um, you were kind of up in the air with your career. So we decided to join forces. Yeah. Yeah. You were planning to move here and ramp up your illustration business and, you know, help me with the girls. Um, and then that all changed once, yeah, the timing worked out where it was time for me to exit. And there were a few months where we, well, it was a few weeks where we really didn't know what we were going to do. And then we went on a trip to the bourbon trail. Mm Mm-hmm. And that trip was really pivotal in uh, our decision to start Apple and Anchor. Do you want to tell what happened? Yeah, long story short, um, we were at a distillery owned by um, an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, a billionaire. And uh, his business partner was there as well. He was a millionaire. And we we're over some drinks. We uh, We got to talking about business and the future and what we were going through and um they both told us that um we're at a point in our life where we need to start taking chances and uh if we were going to start our own business now is the time and they encouraged us to do so so we uh, talked about it the whole way home we got home and we decided to start apple and anchor it wasn't called apple and anchor at the time but yeah yeah their encouragement to take risks, really, we let that sink in. And instead of either one of us going out and getting a corporate job, which would, would have been the probably responsible thing to do and the safe thing to do, we used your money from the sale of your house in Florida to kind of provide us a jumping off point and let us float um, while we built our business. And yeah, it wasn't Apple and Anchor at first. We were thinking of pen and pattern and we thought of a lot of other names, mm-hmm. but Apple and Anchor, once we decided we needed to, we needed something, of course, with a URL that was available, that was kind of our big hang up, but then one also that was personal. Mm-hmm. So we landed on Apple and Anchor because of my experience in design, you know, my whole career, 18 years kind of has given me a really solid knowledge. And we liked the symbolism of Apple as this symbol of knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Anchor 
as both emotionally the anchor of our business and your years in in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it felt right. Yeah, it was definitely a leap of faith because most small business owners, they have some form of second income or they have funding. Yeah. Um, we didn't have either of those things. No, we, we, we still don't. We just both jumped in headfirst uh, with no backup salary, just a little bit of savings. and A bunch of open credit on some credit cards. Yep. So what is Apple Anchor? Apple and Anchor is a graphic design and illustration studio. Uh, we specialize in branding for startups and small businesses. That's right. Business Partners Podcast is proudly brought to you by Apple and Anchor. Apple and Anchor creates strategy-first brands and websites for startups. As a busy business owner, you may have a great idea for your branding or website, but feel overwhelmed about what's required to bring it to life. We provide a clear step-by-step plan for your brand strategy, visual identity, and web design. Check out our work and book a clarity call at appleandanchor.com. And now, back to the show. So, Justin, since starting a business together with me, is it what you expected? Or have there been, well... I'll just leave it at that. Has running a business together been what you expected it might be? Um, it's hard to say. I didn't have any expectations. I didn't know what it would look like or what it would feel like or what yeah. the day-to-day would be. Um, my whole adulthood has been was in the Navy, so I, I really didn't have an idea of what corporate was like in the civilian world or working in a small business. So I had no, um, no way of knowing, but, um, it has been hard, but it's also been very rewarding. What's been the hardest thing? Uh, definitely, um, you know, especially in our first year, you know, wondering if we're going to make ends meet. Yeah. Wondering, uh, where the money's going to come from or how we're going to get the clients um, since we started from scratch. Um, that was definitely the hardest part for me. How about you? I agree. Yeah, the uncertainty, the ebbs and flows that come with any business, but especially a new business where you don't have any kind of proven system for finding clients and you don't have any like process for for attracting leads and, and no, no lead generation. Yeah. Yeah. Or vetting them or there's no sales process in place. You know, you're just literally making it up as you go. I think I've been an entrepreneur before I had my own business and did branding, but I had a a spouse at the time who also was bringing in a salary. So Mm -hmm. the, the pressure was not like it is when it's you know, just us that has to keep the lights on and the roof over our kids' heads. But, uh, yeah, I had no way of knowing, I think, how hard that would be. But I think what I underestimated maybe was how much, like, everything that's done in the business in the first 
year is really on the two of us. Mm-hmm. Marketing and sales and leads and, you know, all of the things that fall underneath those buckets. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even include fulfilling the work. Right. Um, there's just the volume of responsibility has been almost defeated me a few times. And I know yeah. you too. Well, not to mention, um, I mean, finances, taxes, yep. that whole side of the house. That's significant. Yes. Yeah. Trying to figure all of that out with no experience. Well, and you know, on the personal side, we're, we haven't even known each other four years. Mm-hmm. So we're learning not only how to work together, but how to live together and how right. to how to actually have a successful marriage this time. Because we both come from broken marriages that obviously we didn't set out for that to happen, but we, you know, are bringing into it some probably unhealthy habits and trying to work through those and learn each other's needs and also run a business. Yeah, I feel really bad for you. <laughs> And you add on to that, just the dynamics of co-parenting, you know, that's in the mix. And then blending, you know, in-laws and it's just, you know, a normal relationship on on crack, maybe. Yeah. When you add in the blendedness and the, and the business partners on top of it, um, and, you know, part of the business partner side is obviously the financial Mm-hmm. stress. So, I mean, hell, if we can make it through our first couple of years, you know, being married and having a business together, I think we got a pretty good long shot. Yeah. Well, that, that's a nice segue into my next question. So on the day-to-day, since we work five to six feet apart, <laughs> what what do I do that bugs you the most? in the studio oh what do you think it is oh i'm sure i i can think of a list of things (laughs) that's not true no just pick one thing you said the most so okay so i'm kind of a squirrel and i have a hard time listening Mm -hmm. so i ask you to repeat yourself a lot Mm. no no i think you've gotten better at that since we got click up you know we can put all of the the details in there and that's really helped you you chomp chips really loudly (laughs) Hmm. because you know we eat we eat at our desks we eat lunch at our desks a lot and sometimes i just have to pop the headphones in when you're eating chips because they're (laughs) really crunchy is it just chips it's just chips everything else yeah no it's just chips no one's ever told me that before (laughs) But as it relates to work, um, I think, yeah, attention to detail. And that's not like a criticism of you personally. It's just, I think, any new designer, which really you're learning from, you know, you're learning to be a a designer on top of your gift of illustration. So sometimes, you know, I'll have to ask for the same thing more more than once. And that's just the nature of you know, a creative director and a designer kind of a, of a role. So your turn. Um, I'd have to say sometimes 
Well, I mean, you came from a, a VP of creative role, so you managed a team and you manage them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm taken back by your delivery because <laughs> you're very straightforward, which is strange because I, I came from the military, which right. I'm totally used to, just not from you, my partner. Right. So that's definitely taken some getting used to um, without getting my little feelings hurt. Mm. Well, I'm an Enneagram 7 with an 8 wing, and I know when I'm in that business boss mindset, that 8 wing likes to really soar. <laughs> so it's something I'm aware of and I'm trying to be more mindful of. And Justin, what's your Enneagram? I'm an Enneagram 1, which is a reformer. With a 9 wing, peacemaker wing? Yeah. Mm-mm. So what is something that you've learned about yourself since we started working together? Um, that I'm, I'm not naturally an entrepreneur. Mm. I'm more of a manager. Mm. Um, you definitely do all the daydreaming mm-hmm. and all the goal setting and all the lofty um, thinking. And I'm more of a bring it back down to earth Let's get into the details. Can we afford this? I'm I'm more of an executor than a, a dreamer. I think that's what makes us work. Definitely. If there were two entre- entrepreneur-minded people, then we would probably already be shut up, shut down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's why you're our anchor. So what what's the one thing you've learned? About myself? About yourself. You know, I think, I think embracing that identity as an entrepreneur has been a significant thing I've learned over the past year and a half since we started. Um, I think maybe there was some like shame initially around having big ideas, you know, like I even had lunch with a friend recently and was sharing, you know, kind of some doubts and fears about, you know, well, who am I to think that, like, we can actually make this work and maybe I should just be more practical and reasonable. But I think what I've learned is that's just not me. And I can try and and part of my dissatisfaction in my last role was because there was a, a cap on that ability to to think big. And I think if I try and and, and do that again, I'm not going to be happy. So I think embracing that part of myself of, I mean, thinking really big and, and entrepreneurial, I think, mm-hmm. um, that's been something I've learned. So thinking big, where, where do you see Apple and Anchor in five years? I'd love to be helping entrepreneurs, other other small business owners succeed. Um, I think I'm going to leave that open-ended. You know, right now we're, we're focusing on branding and websites, and mm-hmm. I love helping. And we're getting more into the strategy piece of branding, which I think early on when we started, that was a missing piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but now really refocusing on brand 
positioning, helping entrepreneurs understand their target market and be really good about uh, really steeped in in confidence about their tone of voice and, you know, the personality that they want in their brand, um, where they're headed, you know, helping them think big about their mission and vision and goals, getting that all grounded first and then use, moving into the visual execution. I think like that is where we are right now. And I would like to help more business owners do that. And then kind of zooming out even further, maybe helping them on a, you know, with their larger marketing, um, consulting with other entrepreneurs about, you know, making sure they have that brand foundation really solid and helping them build that if they don't. And then looking into how does that translate into a tangible marketing plan for them to launch their business idea initially and then beyond that. Is that where you see it? Yeah, definitely. Um, That and I'd like to see us expand so we can hire. Yes. um, So we can bring in young, um, talented illustrators and graphic designers and photographers, what have you. Um, yeah, we're working with them on a freelance basis right now, right. but you're talking about full-time, right? Right, full-time. Yeah. have a, a whole team. Um, that's one thing I do miss about being in the Navy is mentoring um, young adults. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really enjoyable, having a team that we can, you know, support and create an environment for them to be creative and grow. That's really good. Uh, if you could change one thing about how we work together, what would it be? I wouldn't change anything. Wow. I don't think I would either. I think we have it pretty good. Yeah. Could you share one tip for other couples who work together? Or is there something that you've tried that, you know, in our working together relationship that has improved things? Um, I'd say it doesn't have to be Enneagram, but, um, take some kind of personality test mm. so you can learn each other's strengths and weaknesses. And, um, I mean, like you said, we're, we're complete opposites and that's why we work Yeah, and we understand what makes you tick and what makes me tick and We've learned how to communicate better and better. And, um, I mean, we turn around a lot of work because of that. We, we put out a lot of work because we do know each other's personalities so well. Strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So what's one bit of advice you would give couples who work together? I think one mistake that we made early on was we waited too long to define roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it was we were kind of, we were figuring it out. We were building the buses. We were yeah, driving. We had no it. idea what we were doing. Yeah. So, but if it's possible to sit down and even loosely define roles, I think once we did that, it really helped to mm-hmm. like 
not have to like tiptoe and feel really assured of, okay, this clearly falls in my kind of CEO bucket and this clearly falls in your operator bucket, mm-hmm. COO bucket. Um, don't you feel like that that was help- helpful for us? Absolutely. And we didn't do that until about a year in. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could have saved some frustration and miscommunication and timidity early on. Right. Yeah. The water was pretty muddy for a while. It was muddy. Yes. So we talk a lot about like the struggle of running a business together, but what about like the joy? Like what kind of satisfaction have you found from working together that, you know, if we just had separate day jobs, we wouldn't be able to experience? I mean, you have the pride of Mm. starting something from scratch together and it be successful. It's pretty incredible feeling. Yeah. Flexibility. Yeah. In our schedules, especially with the two girls, you know, getting off early on Fridays, going to happy hour is pretty great. <laughs> on the rare occasions that actually happens. Clients seem to have a lot of work come in on Fridays. It's, um, it's funny. We actually did that a lot more in our first year. Yeah. Then in our second. I guess that's a good trend, right? Yeah. We're working a lot harder. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, what about you? I love sharing, like being in the trenches together. Because boy, is this f- really hard. Mm-hmm. And I have you to share that with, you know, it's a gift to be able to have that level of understanding with my spouse, you know, and I really like work. I feel borderline obsessed with cracking this nut that is running a business. And I, you know, you see me read all the time and listen to YouTube and podcasts all the time, trying to gain as much knowledge as I can. And to not have like, it would be such a bummer to not be able to share in that passion with you, mm-hmm. you know, like to just have to kind of table it and and tell you, you know, just you'd have some like base minimal understanding, but what a gift to have like the level that we get to have to share together. It's pretty special. Pretty special. Thank you for listening to our fourth episode and our first solo cast. I'm assuming you might be our only <laughs> solo cast but thank you for listening to our meet the hosts episode and if you haven't listened to our first three episodes check them out the business partners at brady made events lapcat studio and studio delger all have unique perspectives and ways of working together so give them a listen thanks for tuning in Thanks for tuning in to Business Partners. Find out more about our guests and follow their businesses through the links in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the show with your favorite business partners. Special thanks to our sponsor, Apple and Anchor. Now let's get back to business.